1: It's Friday night.
0: <laughs> kind of.
1: It's kind of Friday night. It's home day.
0: Most people have uh, Christmas Eve and Christmas Day off. So uh, if you've got to work, then we will just uh, send a shout out to you guys and wish you a very Merry Christmas if you're having to work. And hopefully Santa will be good to you and you'll be able to celebrate on the job. And if not, I hope that you enjoy Christmas. And I hope that you enjoy Christmas in every any way in which you choose. Because they are doing everything that they can to try to encourage you to cancel Christmas. I mean, if they could do it in the form of outlawing the even the words Baby Jesus, or even the words Christmas, if they could ban a Christmas display anywhere, including a Christmas tree or Christmas lights, uh, under the guise of that way, maybe you would stay at home. They would. Let me tell you, the left is desperate to cancel Christmas. And no, I am not going to cancel any of the plans that I have. And no, I'm not going to be celebrating it with people that I currently live in, my household. And I intend to get outside in the course of celebrating my Christmas and give me some good old-fashioned vitamin D. Because I think a study came out that about 50% of COVID patients and people that get seriously ill have a vitamin D deficiency. Hmm. Imagine that could be because uh, they're telling everybody to stay inside when we even knew before the summer that going outside uh, was a way to help fight that uh, covid and any virus. Glad to have you guys with me tonight. we got lots to talk about. Tr- President Trump, if, if he's not going to end up, in up getting inaugurated in January 20th, he still intends to use every minute to try to push back, drain the swamp, stop the fetid swamp from continuing to do what it does. And we've got breaking news in that count tonight. And we've got Bob Walters is going to be with us on a special Wednesday night edition to school you guys. We've actually got a good positive story to share with you guys tonight on that. So we've got some good news to talk about tonight. 888 344 1170. Uh, The push is on right now. Uh, Newt Gingrich actually came out and said that President Trump needed to attend Joe Biden's inauguration. I think it's time. You know where you need to go, Newt? You need to go go sit down somewhere wherever you are in Italy. You need to stop doing Skype interviews. You and the rest of the establishment just need to go away permanently, is what y'all need to do. What do you guys think, though? Let's say that they end up completing the steal and um joe biden does get inaugurated do you think trump should go in fact i'm going to bring 888-344-1170 you can uh, call in and let me know your thoughts we're streaming live right now on the answer san diego facebook page follow me on twitter you can comment there and it's a question from a man Bringing him in. It's none other than DJ Potato Scoons.
2: DJ, <laughs> DJ Potato Skins. DJ Potato Skins.
1: Did not come this far to overcome this much and fight this hard, only to surrender our country back to the depraved Washington Swap.
2: And with that clip that we continue to play on a daily basis, my answer is a very simple and a very complex no. Not in your life. He you should be nowhere near the inauguration. No.
0: No, I, I intend to, if Joe Biden ends up getting inaugurated, then I intend to never refer to him as president. I intend to refer to him as Occupy the Oval Office, uh, the Oval Office occupant, however I choose to form, I, to, to phrase it in the moment. I intend to wear a black armband. I am officially right now. We continue to have our Trump 2020 on display. Um, if Joe Biden, <laughs> excuse me, gets inaugurated, he would never be my president. He should never be afforded that. Um, what he's—they're stupid enough right now. Obviously, the fix was in. Obviously, they know that that they that it was the greatest heist in American history, the greatest theft. Or they would be supporting valid audits, not like what took place in Georgia today. In fact, the, what the re, the audit, including the signatures that they finally decided to go with in Georgia, has been referred to as as. Uh, akin to Bernie Madoff being asked to, to, to check his books and validate that the numbers are correct. Um, I'm going to go ahead and go to looks like ooh looks like the phone lines are already burning up. Do we have a caller on the line or did he just want to share the comments? Do we have we Joe? a caller
2: on the line and he wants to share about what he thinks about the inauguration and President Trump.
0: OK, well, uh, it's Joe. OK, Joe from <laughs> San Diego. Welcome. Welcome to the Andrea K. show. Have you called in before, Joe? A hundred times. (laughs) I wondered if it was you. All right. Now, if if Joe gets inaugurated, should Trump be there? Isn't that the polite thing to do, Joe?
1: Okay. H-E-double hockey sticks, FCC compliant. No. Okay. (laughs) Let me tell you something. It was at least 50 to 70 Democrats that didn't even attend... Trump's inauguration.
0: Yeah, and Trump actually won.
1: And that's when he actually won. If he goes, now watch it, listen to me, mark my words. After the inauguration, they're going to have all of these findings where they're going to say, oh my God, look at all these votes that came. I promise you there's going to be this mea culpa, but it's going to be late. Okay? I promise you. So he should not attend that farce because mm-hmm. that would be him saying it was on the level. So- yeah.
0: Yeah. You're right, Joe. It would be legitimizing uh, the outcome. And it's not a legitimate. Stacey Abrams has never conceded the state of Georgia that even 30 percent of Democrats know that this election was stolen and it doesn't matter. And there continues to be some conservatives that are pushing out there. Well, if, if there was evidence of fraud, why did, were, were there 60 instances of courts uh, shutting down and not being willing to hear the cases? Well, that's, they used excuses to not hear the cases, the evidence, the proof of fraud has been clearly provided in all the different hearings in which the Republican party uh, in, in Trump's attorneys, Average American citizen signed their names to affidavits or and or went to hundreds and actually went and yeah. testified on their own. We actually know from the elect- election officials themselves in the instance of Antrim County in Michigan that the Dominion machines flipped. We know that th- that uh, coincidentally, Joe, in the middle of the night on election night, suddenly all six contested states magically stopped voting, counting votes at the same yes. time, kip- kicked out Republican workers, and then suddenly miraculously brought in hundreds of thousands of votes that all went Joe Biden's way. There is no way that this was a legit election. And at no point should President Trump, if he ever, if, if Joe Biden does get inaugurated and they're able to pull off this this theft, no way should President Trump ever legitimize it by referring to him as a president. Shame on the Republican Party that's gone along with it. But it's not over, Joe, because now, we actually let
1: me tell you something real quick the before we got to go, Joe. No. The Republican party is dumb, Democrats are evil. Okay? So the Dem- Democrats are just plain e- they're demonic. Mm-hmm. And if they're using chaos theory, so they just yeah. figured let's just cause some chaos that people will throw up their arms and hands and say go on and give it to him head no well that's exactly that's what what's happened is.
0: that's exactly what happened yeah. the, they they brilliantly used for example in one aspect because the fraud took place as Peter Navarro said it was like a theft by a thousand cuts it, because the fraud was done in so many ways from non yeah people who didn't live in Nevada voting in Nevada dead people on the rolls and uh, you know non-matching absentee signature the Dominion machines but the mail-in votes it was the perfect the the way that they did it was the perfect setup because the second the envelope was separated from the ballot. There was no way to verify it. And with hundreds of thousands of votes, once they're in the mix, then it's done. Then the cake is baked. And then it's, well, we just got to go along with the with the, with the results. because, And that's what the Republicans always do. They just lay down and go along with it instead yep. of pushing back and doing what's right. We've got the January vote coming up in, in Georgia where the balance of the Senate is on the line. And it's absolutely crucial that we get it. But unfortunately, And we've got John Carney from Breitbart. Uh, We're going to have to take a break in a moment and bring him in. He's going to be here to share why it's so critical that we win that. But I'm really concerned, Joe, because uh, we have two people running for Senate down there who are running a really stupid campaign, probably because Mm -hmm. they're getting advice from Karl Rove, who if you donate money, by the way, to hold the line, save the Senate, it's mainly going into Karl Rove's pocket, by the way. And if those people wanted to win down there, they would not take the advice. From Carl Rove, they'd be standing with President Trump. They'd be tra- telling uh, Governor Kemp in Georgia, "You need to uh, call for uh, a special session," and and they need to say that if we if we uh, get uh, win these seats in the Senate, we are going to fight the uh, electoral votes that Governor Kemp has signed for in Georgia. They need to stand with President Trump if they have any chance of winning. And if they don't do that, they're going to lose. But then the Republican Party is going to blame turnout. Because the Republican yep. Party doesn't they don't they don't want to acknowledge the fraud going on down there, um, because I think the majority of the Republican Party is happy to see Trump go. Joe, thank you for calling in. I appreciate it. Um, we're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to bring in John Carney. I meant to open the show by talking about Trump vetoing the NDAA. And we will talk about that tonight because it's absolutely crucial. But, it, and, and the question a lot of people are asking today is Does it signal that he's going to veto the COVID commie bill? We're going to talk about that in Georgia with John Carney from Breitbart when we come back.
1: Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page
2: at Andrea K. Kay.
1: Spelled K-A-Y-E. A
2: K Dynamite in Address or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, she's on the Answer San Diego.
0: Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Boy, I I got some people fired up with that question, whether or not Uh, New Gingrich, uh, his advice to President Trump was good. Whether or not, if if, uh, what's his face, Joe Biden, I'll never refer to him as president. If Joe Biden does get inaugurated, should Trump attend the inauguration? New Gingrich. I can even
1: say that in like five different languages. (laughs) No.
0: All right. um, You think the economy is bad now? You think people are suffering now? You look how upset people are with that commie COVID bill? Want to spend, send, you know, how much money around the world to everybody else, and then and then throw some crumbs of six hundred dollars just? Well, let me tell you, it's only going to get worse if Joe Biden becomes president, and then we add giving him the, the both houses of Congress here to discuss. Is the finance and economics editor from Breitbart, Breitbart News, Mr. John Carney? Welcome to the Andrea K. Show, John Carney.
3: Thanks for having me, and. I love listening to you. This is, <laughs> it's so great to, to hear you guys talk about this. You're speaking by language when you're talking about this, the, the, the disaster of this bill, how bad it can be. And the question of whether or not Donald Trump will be able to, uh, you know, may actually veto it.
0: Yeah, because, you know, uh, somebody kind of put it. Well, let me somebody put it a certain way. But let me, I'm going to put a little different spin on it. And I know I'm sounding weird, but let me say it this way. What they're trying to do is basically in essence is take 2,700. The the government has no money, right? Y'all know that the government doesn't make anything. The government doesn't produce anything. They don't have any money, right? So it with this original bill that they put forth was akin to taking $2,700 from you and giving you back 600. If I were to say to you, let me give you six hundred dollars, but first you got to give me twenty seven hundred. Would that seem like a good deal to you? Even not understanding those basics, John Carney, that's the American people got that this was a crappy deal being put forth. The gross spending was disgusting, and I don't know. Here is my question for you. So then Trump comes back and says, "I want two thousand dollars for the people," but but the the math still doesn't add up because then it's they're still going to they still want to take twenty seven hundred dollars from us to give us back two thousand because Nancy Pelosi ain't cutting the spending.
3: So that's right. So one of the things I would say is when you look at this bill, the most efficient thing the government can do, and I learned this from reading Milton Friedman a long time ago, is to give people the money. Don't let bureaucrats decide how the money needs to be spent. Let the American people decide it. Let them have the money. And then you go out and you spend it how your family needs it. If you don't need it, look, I have friends who are doing very well in life, but when they got their last check, when they got that $1,200 per adult back in uh, April and May, mm-hmm. I have friends who just gave it to their s- church's uh, soup kitchen because they said, we don't need the money. Look. Mm-hmm. So, but, so giving it to charity, spending it on your family, a lot better idea. So in this bill, the problem is we have nine hundred and something thousand, you know, billion dollars of spending, and only about a tenth of that is going to direct payments to people. The rest is going into bureaucratic projects, special interests. That's a big problem. It should be the other way. And so what Donald Trump is actually advocating is saying. Look, instead of $600 do it 2000. That would make a much bigger chunk of the spending that's going on empowering individuals and families. <clears throat> Rather than empowering bureaucrats, and well, I think that's it's very necessary.
0: Well, I think it it is necessary because it was the government that arbitrarily and unconstitutionally shut down businesses. But Correct. I'm kind of I'm kind of with Rand Paul on this one, and let me tell you why. Because you're right that the American people should keep our own money. Because you know, because and the math, the example that I used of the the spending that's that's in this, since the government doesn't make any money, the only way the government spends any money is if they take it from a citizen or if they borrow it, and if they borrowing it, then it's still on the citizens back to pay to pay it back. Because the government doesn't make anything. The government doesn't generate any income on its own. So, to me, the best thing that the government can do is take the jackboot of tyranny off the necks of any business that's currently being being trampled by the government in any city, municipality, state, etc., anywhere. It was never constitutional. We should have never done shutdowns in the first place. That was, that was what caused the damage in the first place, not coronavirus. So, I'm with Rand Paul because, to me, I'm looking at this. Yeah, great. Let's get if they could if Trump could sign off on just sending $2,000 to 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 Americans. Great. But I know that you and I both know, John Carney, they're going to come back to him with the same spending just now adding on more money to the to the American citizens. And it's the spending beyond the American citizens. That's the problem. And I'm thinking, where are we as a as a nation and as a party in stopping the conditioning of the American people to think that the role of the government is to support us financially, particularly since they don't have any money and it's our money in the first place. All this is doing to me is continuing to encourage (laughs) dictators like Mussolini here to continue these shutdowns. It's enabling that. It's conditioning the American people to be dependent on government and to see the role as government taking care of us when you're right in the first place to say, that we're better off. Let us keep our own money because it's ours in the first place and let us do what we want to do with it. And if I want to go to a restaurant and risk my life for covid with ninety nine point five percent recovery rate, that's on me.
3: I think you, you've hit on a really good point. Look, we have the government ordering businesses to either shut down completely or only let in twenty five percent or fewer customers into their stores. Mm-hmm. I think the, the very first step the government should have undertaken in that circumstance is to cancel taxes for the businesses Ooh. that are doing that. Yeah. The government doesn't actually need this revenue at all. As you said, the government doesn't make money, but it also doesn't need money. The government has printing presses. It can it can spend what it needs to. It doesn't need the revenue from businesses. It could shut the – so I think if you tell a business you're not allowed to let as many customers as want to come into your business come in, you should say you also get tax relief for the entire time. No taxes, right? Yeah. Zero. Yeah, why Why are we taking money away from businesses that we've also virtually shut down? That mm-hmm. seems insane. And and then we're trying to pay them, you know, like it, it's a weird circle, right? We take yeah. the money away, and then we pay them back. We make them dependent on the government. Mm-hmm. It would be better to do it the other way, which is say, you know what, guys? Sure, we get it. We're We're hurting you to try to help the public. So what we're going to do is say – It's a tax holiday. No taxes at all.
0: Yeah. Instead, what they're doing is everything you just described. And then if Joe Biden gets inaugurated, then then they're going to not only continue to expect taxes from the very people and the small business owners and the individuals that are being destroyed. But then they're going to come after us for even more taxes. Share with everybody um, what what they can expect to happen if Joe Biden does get inaugurated, and especially adding in that if Loeffler and uh, Purdue don't win in Georgia?
3: That's right. So, what happens is if the Republicans lose both seats in Georgia, you will have a tie in the Senate. What that means is Kamala Harris will get to decide every partisan vote. One of the things that the Harris Biden administration has promised to do is raise taxes. They're going to raise taxes on businesses. They're going to raise taxes on more or less everybody who earns above a certain amount. But because of the way they want to raise taxes on corporations and businesses, everybody will be paying higher bills. Let me give you a really good example of that the everybody has utility bills. You pay your water company, your gas company, maybe your electricity company. Those utilities, because they tend to be local monopolies, are allowed to pass on the cost of the tax increase directly to households that are paying households and businesses that are paying those taxes. So when you raise the corporate tax, You're, in fact, raising the household expenses. So you're you're in effect indirectly raising taxes on every American by raising the corporate tax. Joe Biden has promised to do this. And if the Republicans
0: can't hold the seats in
3: Georgia, Kamala Harris will cast the deciding vote to raise our raise our utility bills.
0: So, in a state of California like in San Diego, where we have the highest water bills and for water usage in the nation, uh, there I know oh, people I, I know people living in studio apartments paying a hundred dollars a month for water. Can you imagine if you've got a three thousand square foot or a two thousand square foot home here in San Diego, what your water bills are going to be? Can you the s your SDG&E bills? I know people in one bedroom apartments spending three hundred dollars a month in 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 electric bills in the summer. I mean. This is this this is a, an enormous expense that's going to be on the backs of Americans just uh, with Joe Biden just with the utility bill increase alone, let alone the other taxes. It's a
3: war on it's a war on suburban property everywhere. If you have a, a lawn right that you want to water, it's going to cost you more to water the lawn. You have a house that you want to cool in the summer or heat in the winter. Look, I live in the Northeast in America. And I, 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 and it's cold up here in the winters. It's going to be. Where are you at, John expensive. Carney? So I, I live now up in Connecticut. I lived okay. in Brooklyn till very recently, but uh, yeah, you it's know what? You are, the yeah. city shut down. Mm-hmm. It was not a good place to live anymore. And so very recently I moved, I took my family and I moved us up into a two acre property where I have some some space, some land, oh, nice. some freedom, and five chickens.
0: Oh nice. It's, it's, awesome.
3: It's a wonderful place to live.
0: But yes. yeah, it's cold where you are, so you're gonna need some heat.
3: Yes, we're gonna need heat and I and I'm <laughs> really worried that you know my heating bill, my oil bill is gonna go up because what's gonna happen is uh the the this the, when you raise corporate taxes, utilities or corporations they're allowed to pass this through, and it mm-hmm. just ends up being higher bills for American households, not, not to mention the, the, the level they have for the other taxes. So $400,000 for businesses, any business that earns $400,000 or more will pay a higher rate of taxes under the Biden tax hikes. That's a lot of – that's not rich corporations. We're not just talking about, like, IBM or, you know, Amazon. We're talking about – I have a good friend who runs a landscaping company. Mm -hmm. He basically builds stone walls, right? He earns – you know, he he does well. He earns around – he told me he said last year, not this year. This year has been hard. But he earns around $800,000 a year stacking stones around people's property for Mm them. Works with his hands. You know, he's got the biggest hands I've ever seen on a human. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and he is, you know, stacking these stones. But his taxes are going to go up because Joe Biden has decided that he's too rich and his taxes need to
2: go up.
0: Yeah. See, the, and, and I'm glad you brought this up, because when you hear what Democrats love to throw around numbers that sound really big to the average American who doesn't who's never owned a business or started a business and has has no idea. Um, Yeah, when 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 you first said the four hundred thousand number, I thought that's general contractors. That's that's your average. That's your average general contractor in San Diego. And and oh, yeah. who's, it, it, so the, you, you, people hear that number and they think you know big box store or some some big corporate giant oh, no yeah. I mean th- these are small business owners these are your restaurants and your bar owners in San Diego right now that are being already being destroyed that that's what type of business that this income level is and they're going to be destroyed so oh, what um, are, what are some of the other before There's... we have to go what are some of the other areas in which um, that people should know about.
3: Yeah, well, so so one thing I just want to stress is that somebody like Jeff Bezos, the richest people in America, they always act like this is going to be on the richest people in America. And Jeff Bezos doesn't care about what the tax rate is, right? His earnings are mostly coming from far away, you know, foreign countries where it can't be touched. Or he's so rich that it doesn't matter if you raise his taxes a little. It's actually small businesses that get hit the most. Uh, One of the things that's also going to happen is – Uh, they're going to reimpose the Obamacare individual mandate. Mm -hmm. Donald Trump got rid of this so that you were no longer penalized if you didn't buy into the Obamacare mandatory health insurance programs. They're going to reimpose this. This is a tax. The Supreme Court ruled that it could survive because it was a tax. And Joe Biden has promised but he's bringing it back again. This violates his his other promise that he wasn't going to raise taxes on people who earn less than four hundred thousand. Because this is a tax that he's going to raise it on every single person in America. Uh, the corporate tax rate is going higher. The uh, uh, well,
0: uh, will we individual- have the yeah. gift tax and well and uh, death tax. <clears throat>
3: Yes, indeed. Those are both uh, are, are going to it's not that those are going higher, but what they're going to do is attach at lower numbers. Mm-hmm. So I have a, I, again, I have a friend who lives in upstate New York. She lives on an apple orchard that has been in her family for a few generations when her grandparents died, they would like to pass it on to her. She still lives on the apple orchard. You know, a lot Mm -hmm. of people would have moved away or done Mm -hmm. something else. She wants to be a a person who runs this apple orchard, makes cider for a living. It is going to be immense because there's been a lot of appreciation. Yeah. The the taxation on this property is going to be enormous. And I'm not sure how she will be able to, to take the property without selling it off in order to pay the taxes, because you have and to pay the tax exactly. up
0: front. You got to pay that. Somebody dies, exactly. you got to pay the tax. It's not as though you know um, it's it's uh, deferred down the road. You got to pay income it. income tax,
3: right, right, right. Yeah. You don't pay it based on what you earn. You pay it because it because your somebody died and it got passed on to you. And by the way, it's a double taxation, right? Because your grandparents had already paid taxes on all the income that property had generated throughout their entire lives. And then they have to pay it again. You have to pay it again just because you inherited the property.
0: Well, yeah, and uh, not to mention the state and local taxes that already been paid on that property as well. So, um, you know, thank you for being here and helping everybody understand. You know, I know that for my family, I've got family all across the state of Georgia, and I know that they're going to, for a variety of different reasons, are angry and are going to have to carry a barf bag in to to the polls to vote because they're they're really disgusted with the Republican Party right now and not not particularly happy. with Loeffler and Purdue, but we must do everything that we can. the the fraud is is still in place. The mechanisms in Georgia—they won't be able to get away with it as 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 easily as before. Everybody needs to get out in Georgia and vote. Absolutely, do we need to we need to hold the Senate? It, 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 it's it's absolutely a must. I hope you have a very merry Christmas, John Carney from Breitbart News. Thank you for being here.
3: Merry Christmas, and thank you for having me.
0: Thank you. All right. Now, you stay warm up there in Connecticut. We're going to take a break. We come back, and we've got our friend Bob Walters from up north in Orange County, who's going to be here schooling y'all on what's happening in the schools this week, because, yeah, we still got, it may be Christmas break, but they're still breaking news on what's happening in the indoctrination centers, so don't go away
1: want more andrea k
3: follow her on twitter at andrea k show
1: and like her facebook fan page at
2: andrea k
3: spelled k-a-y-e
2: a.k dynamite and address or just andrea k whatever you call her don't call her fake news it's the andrea k show on the answer san diego
0: Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay Show. Some breaking news uh, within the last hour. Trump has pardoned Paul Manafort, Roger Stone, and Charles Kushner. Roger Stone, his sentence had been commuted, but it hadn't been pardoned. And so he was still in the legal process. So, and Charles Kushner is Jared Kushner's dad. So, um, I ain't got any problem with these pardons, and let me tell you why. You, you, you know, we have what a no cash bail anymore. They opened up the floodgates and let every Tom, Dick, and Harry from every prison across this country out, so that the so that these poor little prisoners wouldn't get COVID. Um, let's talk about uh, Gavin Newsom, uh, convicted child murderer, was released uh, because it was an illegal alien, and they didn't want. Uh, to fulfill the ICE detainer, I'm not really interested in hearing any complaints about President Trump and who he's pardoned. What with the what with the killers and the rapist and all the other uh, criminals that have been released by the Democrats. All right. That being said, I'm uh, pleased to have with me on a special night tonight. He's usually with me on Fridays, but Friday being Christmas at all, he deserves to have that holiday off. Um, but he ain't taking a week off. I made him, I dragged him in for tonight. So of course, I'm talking about my buddy Bob Walters, who's here to share with us this week's edition of uh, schooling y'all on the schools. Hello, Bob. How you doing? I'm good. Always good. Glad to talk to you, no matter how crazy your stories are.
2: Well, (laughs) I don't have any good news tonight. I'm afraid uh, that it's been a little slim on that end of the business, but uh, because a lot of people are on vacation and not not releasing stuff. But I got some great items that need to be announced to the public so they remain aware of what's going on with our schools. Okay. You know, can think of what actions they could take. Okay. Any, Jeff? Go ahead. I said, okay, go. Okay, okay, I'll (laughs) go. Chicago Teachers Union says the push to reopen schools is racist and sexist. That's the word liberals throw at everybody anymore. They say they will go on strike if their effort at an injunction for the rest of the school year fails. It's just like, are you kidding me? And just like California, they're being paid in full month after month after month. There's no decrease even though most of them aren't doing any schooling at all.
0: They're, they're being paid, California, and yeah. by excuse me for interrupting. They're being paid, and yeah. no doubt the, the citizens there are still paying their state and local taxes and getting absolutely oh, yeah. nothing for it.
2: Yeah, yeah. And if they don't, they lose their house and whatever yeah. else they got secured for the property tax. It's it's sad, really. Mm-hmm. Anyway, meantime in California, the state health director says schools are not the source of the COVID virus, as we heard from some others. With social distancing and masks, there's no reason government schools should remain closed. Worse, however, the Democrats and the Democrat-led legislature gave the Democrats an incentive not to teach and not to return to the classes. Even if the kids return to classes, uh, they get their full pay and benefits until June of 2021. I didn't realize they're that far off. but So they get full pay, and half of them are not doing any really distant teaching either they're just sitting home having a wonderful vacation for a year
0: it's crazy
2: it is really i mean it's a lot of money
0: yeah it's a, it's a huge anyway. amount of money and and this and this thing about you know i know we had a caller from san diego who said that it's not fair to to lump all teachers together well you know where where are the teachers out there haven't holding rallies bob saying reopen the schools because we know the kids are getting the shaft and even, even though you've got some hard-working teachers out there 30 percent i think across the state 30 percent of kids in online learning haven't had no contact from a teacher so this is child abuse what's going on right now. And and with the and to me, there's compete there's two interests in this. One is the teachers' unions. They've got their agenda going on here. Yeah. The Democrats and Gavin Newsom, if they can keep teachers uh if they can keep schools closed, it's a way to control business because so many business owners um you know can't operate their business because somebody's got to be at home with the kids. So it's a way to keep <laughs> to keep people dependent. I know.
2: It's really pathetic. It is Anyway, uh, American history textbooks, history textbooks, you know, they should be the same across the country, Mm -hmm. but they found that there could be differences in the country in ways that were shaded by partisan politics. And guess who reported this? Dana Goldstein of the New York Times. Well, that's a surprise. Last January, she was shocked to to see the same textbook carrying different versions for folks, for kids in history for California. Versus those in Texas. Well,
0: what, and, what do you yeah. know? What the difference is? I mean, why? I mean, what changes? I mean, did you know the, instead of a cherry tree being chopped down, maybe in Texas it was some other kind of tree? I mean, what? How? How do you? How do you modify? How do you change history according to who's learning it?
2: Do you well, ha- the one in Texas had eleven pages for you know basic early American history. California version had one and a half pages. <laughs> <laughs> They're just like, yeah, yeah. We were there. We had some slaves and had uh-huh. bad times, but we got through it. And this, and this is reported by the New York Times, which shows you how bad it really is. I wish I had these different books in front of me.
0: Yeah, that that would be interesting to see American history in one page. Yeah, I'm surprised yeah. that the one page didn't say, "See the Black Lives Matter." Go to blacklivesmatter.com dot Right.
2: I know it's just pathetic and sad. Then yeah, I got another one, uh, a black teacher reported that after her retirement, she reflected on what she's been teaching black kids in her communication class. Now, mind you, she's been a teacher for years in a school that had only 6% black in Houston. And she, she used to, because she was black, she used to reiterate to the black kids how important it was to communicate well and clearly for their success in life. Now she regrets her message and says that racism is killing us literally with bodies in the street and mentally and emotionally. And all the professional communication skills will not save blacks since it is not based on what we do or say, but rather just based on our skin color. Wow. And she finishes her comment by saying, quote, I am sorry I contributed to systemic racism and white superiority.
0: That doesn't even.
2: Teaching kids how to communicate. Well, you know. In the world, with jobs and so forth,
0: there is such a thing as proper grammar and how to write a sentence and how to form a sentence. And somehow, teaching teaching proper communication, effective communication, is is supporting white supremacy. I mean, that's somebody that should be embarrassed for having for current continuing to be a teacher because that's somebody who has no business teaching anybody. And she's probably I going to, to live so fine in her retirement years while we've got you know entrepreneurs out there and business people who who deserve to be getting a living, um, you know, suffering out there. Just, just, it's so frustrating to hear this kind of nonsense, overwrought emotional, you know, idiots out there with this, with this, you know, um, by, you know, pushing this, this agenda nonsense, this, that hurts kids. She's hurting kids with that message, Bob. She's not helping anybody.
2: No, she, she hurts the white kids and the black kids. It doesn't matter. Just a bad message all the way around. Uh, then you got Black Lives Matter, who's while they hinted to it, now they've come out with official announcement. They want to abolish the nuclear family. They call it a racist tradition from Western Europe and our colonial past.
0: <laughs> As though there were you never any black families in Africa. There, there, there's not tribes. There's not family units in Africa. And oh, by the way, yeah. you know, um, the, the white people didn't invent the concept of families. This is not a white yeah. concept it's not a it's not an European concept it doesn't have anything to do with it, it, with colonialism. that's just insanity. These people have gone off the rails. If you need a yeah. reason to homeschool your kids, you've been homeschooling anyway. if you need a reason to continue to homeschool your kids, which is a better plan you got them at home anyway get them on a homeschool curriculum and get them out off this public school stuff because this is just doing damage to uh, the psyche of of American kids which is the point. You know, they they want to teach these kids that everything about America uh, is is bad and evil and wrong. And the left, and this this is about a cultural Marxist movement, the left needed to destroy the family unit in this country and to achieve a variety of things. It was a way to destroy the Judeo-Christian principles and values. It was a way to create dependency because you've got, you know— uh, 90, a girl has a 90 percent chance of ending up in poverty if she has a child out of wedlock, out of wedlock. It's, it's, there's just so many ways in which it has fed the, the um, cultural Marxist movement to where we're at today. And, you know, and, and all it's done is do damage to the very people that they pretend that they care about. Bob, I hope you have a very merry Christmas, and I hope that you know how much you are appreciated for all your work that you do. It's like every Friday that I have you on, it's like Santa, um, you know, bringing me a Christmas present. Because, and I know that it's hard work that you do, trying to keep people aware of what's going on, but but it's it's necessary, and and it's and it's a gift that you give to everybody uh, all the time. And so I just I hope you know how appreciated you
2: are. Well, I'm going to give you a copy of my new book, which comes out in a few months, called Indoctrination in Our Schools.
0: Well, yeah, I better get the first copy. You better not give it to anybody.
2: I I didn't give it to you. It won't be done for a few months, but I'm about halfway through it.
0: Oh, I'm so glad you're doing that. I'm so, so, so glad you're doing that so and and thank you for telling me that and telling our listeners tonight and we're going to make sure that that uh we that everybody gets a copy and and reads it so god bless you merry christmas tell sharon i said merry christmas as well
2: yeah merry christmas to you girl all right sweetie
0: talk to you soon all right we're going to be right back there's some pizza in the conference room, the kitchen, that I'm dying to go eat. I took my balance in nature today. I ain't worrying about eating a little slice of pizza. I'm healthy. And you can be healthy, too. Go to nature.com. Use the discount code HEALTH. Free shipping right now. 35% off preferred orders. I get 10 servings of 31 fruits and veggies a day. So, yeah, I can eat me a slice of pizza when I get done with the show here in 10 minutes. And you keep your hands off the, the pepperoni in there. That's mine. Stay tuned. We're wrapping things up when we come back
1: be sure to follow andrea k on twitter at andrea k show and follow her on facebook and like her fan page at andrea k spelled k-a-y-e andrea k
2: bringing the world a much-needed reality check you're listening to the andrea k show on the answer san diego
0: Welcome back to tonight's Andrew Kasia. Just have a few minutes left here before we roll into Christmas Eve and Christmas. Um, God bless President Trump for vetoing the, uh, Defense Authorization Act. Oh, how could he do this? He vetoed it over this, over the big tech, uh, the, removing the because he wanted the protections for big tech removed yeah he's just using the military to get what he wants and that's just so wrong um well it, it first of all it what is going on with big tech and the suppression of conservatism the suppression of news actually is electioneering it's providing propaganda uh and and trump was right it's, it was a gift to not remove those protections is a gift to the Chinese and the Russians. It's a gift to the communists here in this country, the communist comrades that are part of big tech. This has done more, uh, you know, done more to... Um It's almost an act of war against this country by allowing big tech to be able to suppress, deny people their their free speech, to be able to control the news outlets and what people hear, which controls the outcome of elections. Not to mention the financial destruction of people that use these platforms to monetize their profiles only to to find themselves deplatformed and hurt financially. And you know what? If you could use the NDAA Democrats... Uh, to, um, want to remove names that you don't like off of different military installations. If that's acceptable to use the military for that, then it's certainly acceptable to deal with a domestic, um, threat that we face, an international, a global threat that we face, a national threat that we face globally and domestically from what's going on with big tech. Um, tomorrow's show, Christmas Eve show. We've got Dr. Wendy Patrick will be here to talk about uh, taking care of your emotional and mental health over the holidays, and then we've got veteran Gretchen Smith from Code of Vets to talk about how we can help veterans at this time of need. DJ Potato Skins, I appreciate you. Have a very appreciate merry Christmas. You have a merry Christmas. All right, love you all, and we will see you next time on the Andrea Kay Show.